Listener Production. Activate your internet. Because the Hamish and Andy podcast starts in three, two... Sorry, still buffering. One. Ahoy to me, pulp. Hamish. Huh. Thank you, sir. I enjoy my pleasure to be at the top. We usually do rise to the top. A little bit of a surprise. <laughs> Are you referring top. to orange juice or yep. citrus? Yes, I think pulp? we all might be components of orange juice. Not that. Okay. Ahoy to my dentine. Jack. Okay, does the dentine rise to the top? <laughs> The race to the top is on. <laughs> no, no, the enamel would be at the top. I yeah, oh, we're the, part of the te- tooth. Yes, we're filling. We're <laughs> are we part of fillings? You, you are no. Well, the pulp is the jelly-like center of a tooth, where the nerves yeah. and blood vessels. So you got all our feelings, Ham. That's true. Soft yeah. inside, protected by the hard outer layer of Andy the enamel. and callus, Jack. <laughs> no, Jack's just in the middle. Oh, that's important. I mean, keeping the whole tooth together you can't do it without me. Probably could have a little air gap in there. <laughs> Might lighten the no, load a bit e- for the jaw. You could easily get rid of the middle. You would not even notice. But no, it's the, all the nerves and the that's blood vessels. Right. That, that's what like, nerves do you need in your teeth? That's right. Actually, if you were nerve free, point. it'd be easy to deal with them. <laughs> well, you wouldn't know <laughs> when you were chewing. You would Other things in your mouth would let you You wouldn't. You wouldn't. You'd have to have a friend next to you at all times going, open, closed, open, closed. Now swallow. Jack does make a point. We don't need the nerves, no. do we? Well, I'll, nice tell you why you need, okay. I'll tell you why you need a blood supply of nerves. Mm. So they don't, the teeth doesn't die. I keep That's you true. alive. I'm literally your source of life, Jack. Mm. Well, I think we'll prove we don't <laughs> need any of this because teeth get replaced all the time. That's true. You got rid of all your... You've got a cow's tooth. Yeah, the front... Not a cow's tooth. <laughs> 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 what have you got again? <laughs> You know, you see those cows with beautiful smiles? They punch their teeth out and give them to humans. They used cow bone... Yep. To uh, for the graft to fill out my jaw line because I'd lost a bit of bone and they used ah oh, that's right and yeah. then they could screw it in then they screwed it in yes yes, yes. screwed it screwed it put a fake another cast sorry I thought it was like when people get a shark tooth around their neck and you just had a cow's tooth hey Jezza can you make up a little picture of what it would look like for me to have two cow's yeah. teeth as front teeth just to see let's put the photo because you <laughs> broke you these are the ones you broke when we did our one day of ice hockey practice yes and. Yeah, but let's, yeah, we'll get that picture. If they'd accidentally grafted the teeth rather than the bone mm. and I've woken up and gone, what have you done? They said, I knew it was something to do with cows. <laughs> but- Sorry. That's, it. That's the problem with the old 50% at uni. You don't have to get everything right. You still get to be a dentist. <laughs> Ahoy also to Lily from Australia who's used the very easy-to-use system oh to upload her audio, what she's been up to at hamishnerdy.com. Ahoy boys, it's my boyfriend's birthday today and I've gifted him what every podcaster deserves, a flake luxury, uh, some Maltesers and a great assortment of chewy draggies. Um, I've told him that he can't open the gift until he hears this upload. It's his 24th birthday, but I think I'm going to go ahead and say happy 34th birthday given the upload time. Um, And just remember, don't sit too close to the birthday candles given your history. Nice little power move at the end. Great. No, he'll be, unfortunately, by the time it takes, that was probably recorded very, very long ago, and he'll be in the cold, cold ground by the time he hears that. Haim, <laughs> um, we've both got updates. Oh, I, is this croc jumping? 
there's a crock jumping update, but you yep. mentioned to me that well, there's Ando, a few yeah. more little skirmishes. Small business skirmishes have swamped the inboxes mm. uh, since you talked about. Uh, original crock jumping versus spectacular crock jumping tours. And then we had the bombshell that original is actually second yes. to market, but perhaps first to do it. Mm. Might have done the, might have we still discovered the concept. It. We still don't understand it, but the way we understand, way it could have worked is that they discovered the concept of jumping yep. off off camp, off market. But didn't commercialize it. And they were doing it, it privately, didn't commercialize it. Then spectacular came in, then mm. original came in going, well, you might be spectacular, but. Um, oral law. Mm. Uh, there's stories of us doing it before you. Anyway, we we don't know the end of that. Mm. You do have an update, that, but yeah. before before we get to your update, can I just give you some great small business skirmishes from mm. around the country? Because we love them. There's been a lot coming in here. Two of my favourites. In Lithgow, there is. This comes in from Lindsay. Um, in Lithgow, people would know this if you're in that part of uh, part of the world. There's Dennis's seafood mm. and old Dennis's seafood. <laughs> <laughs> now, to paraphrase what happened, mm. Dennis obviously ran the seafood shop. Yes. He then went, I'm out. But he owned the shop. Yep. He was like, I'm out of business. I'm go- I'm, I'm trans- they start transitioning to a new owners. He then in retirement went, actually, I'm coming back. Really? Right? And so he bundled yeah. them out. Okay, this is the story as it was told to me. <laughs> so the, the new owners were like, what a bummer. So then Dennis is back in Dennis's seafood. Then Dennis went, you know what? I am out. <laughs> And so he goes out again and they start transitioning to new owners. Yes. Now, the new owners were smart and even though Dennis owns the building, they bought the the company name, Dennis's Seafood and the phone number and they were like, that's got to be part of buying the business. So then they're in there doing Dennis's Seafood. Then Dennis goes, bloody hell, (laughs) I'm back. (laughs) I walk back in. And they went, well, you can't. We own Dennis's Seafood. Mm. We thought this might happen. Yes, yeah. (laughs) We owned it as a seafood and we owned the number. And he went, well, I'm coming back in the shop, okay? He's in the shop. Yeah, and so then they had to move four doors down right. with Dennis's Seafood because yeah, they owned the business yeah. name. He's back in the original shop, but he's called it Old Dennis's <laughs> Seafood. <laughs> so there's Dennis's Seafood and Old Dennis's Seafood yeah. in Lithgow. Yes. There's a bunch of others okay. around the country. There's a classic one from Warrnambool. We had a few people write in about Spud Train versus Spud Box. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Spud train was first, which yeah. was a box trailer by the side of the road selling hot spuds to people. Mm. Um, Spud box saw the success. Again, I'm not taking sides. This is just the way it was told to me. Yep. Spud box saw the success, opened up over the road. Same operation. And it's Spud, Spud box. box. For whatever reason, Spud train folded. Now to add insult to injury, Spud box, second to market, mm. moved over once the king was dead. <laughs> Moved over into the, the into the location that Spud Train started in, and Spud Box is now the only, as far as I know, cube-based Spud delivery business. Wow! Uh, in Warrnambool, but many more. But it seems wide open for Spud Trailer to come along. If, it does, doesn't it? And Spud and, HQ and do the same thing. Yeah, watch, watch the your original. Back. Watch your back, Spud. Watch your back. I could go into many others. Thank you for everyone. The Pie in the Sky well, story. Well, two, two pie stores called Pie in the Sky. <laughs> There's a lot going on out there. But, Ando, the, the one we want to focus on, the granddaddy mm. of these battles, is spectacular croc jumping tours versus original <laughs> croc jumping um, Although I love that, Ham. Send them, keep sending them in. Uh, small business skirmishes. We'll do a little segment of that because I think they might be my favourite type of content. This is the best. <laughs> and and uh, God bless you to guys like Dennis who keep this interesting. <laughs> <laughs> you never know what I'm going to do next. 
Hey, actually, Jack, have you got a little bit of like some music about detective kind of mystery? Yeah, Is this right? Yeah, that works. Yeah, it's a little bit safe cracking for me. It is, isn't it? All right, try this. <laughs> Ooh, it's a little bit. bit there's something supernatural. Yeah, there's something supernatural <laughs> to that. that well, I mean, they're, cro- they're crocs jumping out of the water. Yeah, what they? The- <laughs> How <are> they get? Getting- <laughs> that's true. Yeah. If that's what this is about, where people go, has anyone told you about the invisible ropes they use to get them out of the water? <laughs> okay, or this. Yeah. Yeah, this is better. That's yeah. great. That's great. This comes in from Anonymous Smith. This is good. Perfect music, though. There's a hoy gentleman. This email is regarding the name change of the original Adelaide River Queen uh, jumping crocodiles from here on referred to as the Oar Crocs because he doesn't have to keep writing the original Adelaide River Queen jumping crocodiles. My father worked for the Oar back near some 20 years ago, around 2004 to 2006, before it had original in its name. Hang on. So original's been placed sometime in the last 14 years, 15 years? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though we, this these crocs have, well, crocs have been around for 160 million, but mm. this, we've been, people <laughs> have been paying money to see them mm. get out of the water yep. in pursuit of chickens. <laughs> For, we found out, 40 to 50 years. Yeah, exactly. Since the 70s, yeah. It was just called Adelaide River Queen Jumping Crocodiles. Don't Can I ask queen? a question about the queen? Yeah, I don't yeah, know where's the queen? the queen. That's new. Yeah. Yeah, that is. I don't know what that is. But I did look up the website and it is in their title, Adelaide River okay. Queen Jumping Crocodiles. But I've seen... Side, yeah, that's it wasn't okay. Just, Sidebar that. It wasn't just females jumping. There were males and... Of course, yeah, yeah. Kings and queens. They all love chickens. <laughs> The modern spectacular jumping crocodile cruises were taken over by a different company in 2005, as is seen on their website. However, he is unsure that's the dad, where their name, what their name was prior to the takeover. So, spectacular came about in 20, 2005. Well, oh, the music started again. Keep going. Case, case is over. <laughs> yep. The plot thickens like a batch of Sunday pancakes on Jill Post's unbuttered pan. <laughs> 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 Thickens and stickens. <laughs> As that all crocs, the original, were not even the original jumping crocodiles we did touch on. We, yeah, we knew that. Dad said that the first jumping crocodiles were run by a company called Frontier Jumping Crocodiles. But Brand after a price reduction war between Frontier Crocs and Adelaide River Queen Crocs, Adelaide River Queen came out on top and sent Frontier Crocs out of business. <laughs> so then they became the original... This means, what this means is that the Orcrocs Crocs crushed what was the pioneer top-end jumping crocodile cruisers. When no one was looking, they slapped original onto their name. The next time some competition came around to try and stop them, the same thing happened again. In conclusion, the original Adelaide River Queen jumping crocodiles are not the original crocodile cruisers. They're instead a power-hungry warmonger, not my words. <laughs> not, not our words, can't stress that enough. Not our not words, not our simply words. reading as given. That took the knees out of the competition and whacked a false, we were here first sticker on top of their hat. Must be real nice. Anonymous. Smith. That was a perfect time for that xylophone to come in too. Yeah. Okay. Uh, can you give us a summation there, Ando? Quickly. Essentially, there was two going at it, Frontier and Adelaide yep. River. Frontier went out of business, so Adelaide River have called themselves original, but they've only slapped original on the on their name 
when since Spectacular, since came, Spectacular on. came on. So they, but they're still more original than Spectacular. I think so. That's splitting that's, hairs. Yeah, but And also that's obviously not as catchy a slogan. No, yeah. More, more original. <laughs> more original than the other guys. Maybe not the original, but certainly more original. Mm, mm. <laughs> now you get into shades of originality. That is interesting. I, I feel like we're hearing a lot about the original. I'd like to hear more about Spectacular, yep. what their mindset was coming mm. in and how they've gone about it. So if anyone's got any news on that, hit us up. Are they simply and innocently going, look, we, we, we saw the spectacle mm. of a crocodile leaping out of the water for chicken on a stick and we simply thought it was spectacular and yep. we wanted to share it with people for the best available price. Who is more expensive? A, a spectacular was slightly more expensive, I think. Actually, I can't remember that. All I can remember was spectacular was sold out, so I went with original. Yep. Okay. And you were innocent at this At this stage, yeah. you had no idea of yeah. the war you were wading into. No, no. And I loved the tour, but I'm sure yep. spectacular's great as well. This is, this is all important data to, to harvest mm. if we are to travel to the top end and try and broker a peace between yep. the two parties. Yep. Um, we should schedule that in. I know you've got families and stuff, but it'd be nice to get up no, there. It's important. Yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> we, want, we want a peace prize. Yeah. Can't, you, can't, you can't get them over the phone. You have to have one summit. I know we examine ads from time to time mm-hmm. on the show. There is one in. There are some industries where you go, "Gee, it'd be hard to do an ad yep. for you." Like the finance industry. I also think, like healthcare, like Medibank or HBF, yeah, because because they're all essentially saying versions of, "We've got you covered." Yeah, like trust us, don't worry about it. We've got you, and everyone's saying the same thing. But there's billions and billions of dollars at play, so you have to try and say it better than the other guy. I think it's Medibank, but their ad at the moment is just an old lady and it's quite close up on her and then she just jumps into a pool and then she comes up, she's smiling and it just says Medibank and I'm like, oh. didn't do much with that. <laughs> Jack, well, I guess, I, guess, I guess what they're trying to say, whether it is Medibank or not, what they're trying to say is just look, look, at, look at the freedom with which you can live knowing you're covered. Whoever yeah. it's with, but I don't someone think... someone wrote in and, and apologies because I don't have the email in front of me. But while I think of it, full credit to them. Great email. Mm-hmm. Land on my side of the fence. I just remembered. Hungry Jacks are running a you know competition at the moment, yes. uh, similar that. to McDonald's that does Monopoly, and they they raise a very legitimate con- concern mm. with this with the ad, which is during the ad, one of the kids, if you've seen the, you're like, yes, I got you know. Which never happens in the game. You don't. In fact, you don't. You're not actually excited to get to one card. Yes. You meant to say it quickly. Like <laughs> you haven't won. You're on the precipice of winning, but you're also now the biggest target in the game. Yeah. So, just a great observation that that's put. That's that's when the need for a high point in the ad outweighs <laughs> the practicalities of anyone that's ever played that game. Yes. The so, other thing, Heb. I like ads, you know, comparison. We quite like the industry suit because they're comparing two people. Mm. Yep. If Medibank had gone down that path and one lady had jumped in and was smiling, yep. would there have been another lady who didn't make it? Who just floated <laughs> to the top, <laughs> face down, and the husband's like, God damn it, I was gambling. I was going to get insurance next year. <laughs> I thought I could let it go one more year. <laughs> <laughs> Which you should never anyway, do. I'm, you know, I'm make glad sure they cut that bit out. Maybe that yeah. was the way they filmed it and they went, oh, this is not <laughs> just, the just banks, part one. The, 
I saw a bank ad there. I can't even remember which bank ad it was, but it was a like a um, bus shelter type ad. And it was like, it was just basically advertising, um, you know, use our app and you can transfer money, mm-hmm. which of course everyone does. But there was one, so there was, this was the transfer money ad. And it was like, behind every money transfer is a story. Mm. And so it was going to be like, <laughs> and it was going to be like, we are here to help you create stories. And I thought, hmm, I know what you're going for there. And I think it was a picture of like a, a like a grandpa and a smiling granddaughter or something. Right. Like, yeah. like, thanks, I've got the birthday money. I went into my <laughs> bank yeah. and looked at the description that you put in for the last three money transfers I got, mm-hmm. right, from friends. Not making this up because, you know, when you put the money transfer, it was like, behind every money transfer is not a story. It's just paying someone back for dinner yes. or... Yep. Whatever. And if it's if you're having dinner with Ryan, he didn't eat the rice, so you don't judge him. <laughs> it's a very, very specific slicing of the bill. Literally, here's the last three money transfers I got. Not like from friends, okay? Mm-hmm. So not including just like a, you know, yeah. this, I did cut out the ones that are like Medibank, like, yeah. you know, Medicare, you get the rid of it. From, honestly, the last three descriptions. One, corruption bribe. <laughs> <laughs> so I was trying to get caught in a builder. Second one was scam, scam, scam. <laughs> the last one, dick medicine. <laughs> that is, this is a great story. That's what's behind every money transfer. <laughs> Just a friend trying to get you caught by the authorities <laughs> for a $25 transfer. <laughs> We welcome to the studio a very special young man, Blake. How are you? Yeah, I'm good, thanks. Thanks for having me. Blake, this is exciting. I'm intrigued. Hamish has told me a little bit about yep. this, but we've got a lot of bananas sitting in front of us. We've got 30 bananas in front of you, Blake. 29, um, Well, Darcy ate one, yeah. Um, <laughs> but we, he was actually instructed these are for the show. Yep, he um, ignored it. You have a special school relating to bananas. Yes. Can I firstly say, do you ever take, because you work in a field, we should point out, it's about peeling bananas, um, but you work in a field with a lot of monkeys, a monkey rehabilitation centre, the Banana Cabana um, Primate Rehabilitation Centre, I believe (laughs) it is. Not quite, no. (laughs) You've added a little bit to it. (laughs) What's it called? It's the Banana Cabana Primate Sanctuary. There you go. Rehabilitation. Well, if you you happen to rehabilitate a few while you're there, what alcohol issues, (laughs) what arms. Been done. <laughs> Couple biting each other in the genitals, which does unfortunately happen in the primate world, but they're learning not to. Um, um, so, what's how many monkeys? Uh, it's about I reckon thirty-five. Yeah, I think. And Probably. that's where your skill comes from. Um, mm. You open your email with gusto, and you mm. close with gusto. So, what's the sanctuary for? Just one. Th- what like is it? We can't have them walking around the city. <laughs> <laughs> Prison, I suppose, is another word for it. No, not quite. No, no, no. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Luxurious. So, so, so they can have a natural habitat. Yeah, I know, but so people go and visit it like... So basically the idea of it is kind of like an aged care facility for monkeys. So we take different monkeys from circuses, other zoos, private ownership, research facilities, yep. and we'll just take care of them give until them a, the be- day they die. Give them a beautiful life. It's retirement. Yeah. It's a retirement yeah. village for monkeys. Mm. That's awesome. That's great. And is it? how does it run? Donations, government funding... Uh, yeah, a little bit of that. Uh, mostly just getting a few visitors in every now and then. Mm-hmm. And yeah, the owner just pays for a lot of stuff as well. That's yep. nice. Because I was, you know, normally with retirement homes, it's like the family pays or you mm. sell grandma's house and yeah. that's how you, I was <laughs> yeah. obviously, you know, you, monkeys aren't paying their own way. So yeah, I was just no. wondering, do you sponsor a monkey? Do you, um, do no, they, no. no. Do they, and obviously their kids don't really visit. 
which is not unlike retirement. I hear a car pull up and oh, uh, yeah. thought it'd be um, Coco. <laughs> uh, okay, so okay. this, but the the reason you have this skill is you mm. obviously are caring for these um, wonderful monkeys, and you're in charge of feeding. And even though I would have thought this would be a bit cliche, you do in fact have a lot of bananas there. Yeah. So they actually eat bananas. Yeah, they enjoy them. Wow. Of course. I mean, it's got to come from somewhere. Yeah. I would have thought it'd be a varied diet, but it seems to be like pretty heavy on bananas. Oh, no. It's just usually in the afternoons, we'll do an afternoon feed. So it'll be either bananas, peanuts, uh, maybe like lentils and stuff like that. They yes. do have a very varied diet. They, I thought they would. You can't uh, just do bananas. Yeah, bananas are always a great treat. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Monkeys, they love them. <laughs> so you, you start your email by going, I've got the ability to peel a mind-boggling amount of bananas at once. Mm-hmm. Well, that, that that intrigues me. Yep, I've been working in a primate sanctuary. You you explain that we give out bananas in the afternoon. I've honed my skills. At the end, you say, "I promise to amaze you with my skills." Mm. Now, we've had speed peeling on before. I don't know if you saw our last show of last year, mm. um, where a banana was peeled in under or oh, under a second, wasn't it? Under two, two seconds. One, I think it was a one one seventy four or something, yeah. sort of in the one seventies. That fully was peeled. Fully peeled. Nude banana. Mm. That yeah. was. I did get nervous that that would just fill your quota for banana special skills. Well, we no. did for last well, year. Was... And then we clicked <laughs> over to a new year. But and... much like the International <laughs> Olympic Committee, you go like, well, we, yeah, that's a very fast 100 metres, but yeah. my goodness, we have the steeplechase. We, yeah. Have, yeah, we have exactly. all the field events. We yeah. have. We want to see a lot more banana events come to Hamish Absolutely. and Andy. And now we've had speed, and I think mm. that record will stand for a long time, but we haven't had volume. Mm. We sort of see this as this is the... You know the weightlifting equivalent, uh, mm. where we we want to see a huge amount, yeah, of bananas peeled before our very eyes. So you're saying when you say you you peel them all at once, you can get a certain amount of bananas in your hand and and in one motion peel multiple bananas. Well, so it's I can crack them and get usually just the one line down the back, and then they're just easy to pop out from there. Hmm. How many seconds would it take you to peel five bananas? Well, I just get them all in the hand, crack them, couple seconds, you get it down, and then. I'll just pop right out. Open and pop it. I would like to perform this if this works for you here, Blake. Mm. Similar to the weightlifting at the Olympics, <laughs> where yeah. they come on and they're like, all right, I'm going to, you know, clean and jerk 160 or something. Yep. And you know, it's not their best, but it's mm. still a lot more than any of us could do. <laughs> yeah. So you go, okay, that's good. And then we start Race ramping it up. We, Andy and I have had a chat, and we think, you know, you promised to boggle our minds. Yeah. Mm. We feel it's got to be higher than eight. It's got to yeah. be probably. That I'd be amazed at eight, but not mind boggled. Yeah, in okay. ten to twelve is where it gets <laughs> mind boggling for us. Yeah, yeah I think. So, so would you like a warm up on eight, or do you want to go come out like a weightlifter and that's go true. straight to twelve? Sometimes they don't jump in until like two hundred. Mm. Well, you know, usually have the backstage; they're usually warming up. So they I was would, preferring to warm up with just five, just to get yep, it out. Five. We'd love to see. Why don't you do five? Just a, <laughs> yeah. a straight like, and that's an easy. Lift. That's just to see where I'm at. Yeah. So what, to get the muscles working because last thing we want to do to blow a finger let's, or something. Let's make really clear on the rules then. We our minds will begin to get boggled at the twelve mark at a dozen, and if he does a twelve, he gets a coin. Yep. Oh, okay. Jacko, let's jump into this. Blake and Bill bananas. B a n a n a s. How many bananas? Ah, about eight is our guess. 
So about eight is where we have par. So we need to be like one and a half times eight is where our minds will begin Mm -hmm. to get boggled. No, that's good. So should we just see, what did we want to start with five? I think you want to start at five. Yeah, Yeah, just start at five, see where I'm at. These are a little bit larger than my usual bananas that we use. Can I just say, I bought these bananas yesterday, 30 bananas. SBs. SBs, significant yeah. bananas. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and yeah, now they these are big bananas. And does that worry you? Yeah, I have been using you know smaller bananas in mm. my training camp for this. But yep. um, commiserations you know. on the IBs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I have got to tell you. So I had thirty bananas at home last night. Kids couldn't believe it. What are all these bananas for, Dad? And I go, Oh, it's for you know me and Andy's for the show tomorrow. And they're like, Oh, what's going on the show? So we're going to have a banana peeling competition. And it's my boy goes, Why? And I went, Well, there's a guy that thinks he can peel lots of bananas. And then Rudy, my daughter, goes, So is he lying? And I said, I don't think he's lying. And no. she goes, Well, why did you say he thinks he can? Peel? <laughs> Fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> so the kids are baffled by this. Yes. Then bringing the bananas in. Today I dropped the kids at school, bananas riding up in the front seat. Yes. I parked slightly across someone's driveway. Yes. My normal park was occupied. Really? For, well, the garage was being used. Okay. So I, my nose just inched across the driveway, but it's tight parking near the school. Mm. Guy comes out of a neighbouring property. so not even his house. Comes over and goes, hey, mate, you... you Nose is uh, knocking on my window. In front of your car is just a bit... He looks in the front seat, because I've wound the window down to chat to him. He goes, what's with all the bananas? <laughs> I said, well, I'm actually on my way to a banana peeling. <laughs> he goes, fair dinkum. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to meet a guy that thinks he can peel all of these bananas at once. He goes, he can't do that. <laughs> well, that's what I'm off to do. He goes... Jeez, he goes, well, keep us informed. You have to listen to the podcast. So I got to tell you, carrying around a box of 30 bananas has really got people chatting. A lot of chat. Is a high out there. So, Blake? I'm glad they're here. I'm glad they're being put to good use. Let's see five get stripped. All righty. So, usually, I like to separate it from the pack. Sure. That's okay. Yeah, you can prep the bananas. So separate all? No, no, no. So you want being in a together line. like this actually does help a little okay. bit. It helps a bit. So he's got so five bananas all in a straight line five, there. It's, okay. The technique changes as it gets bigger. And okay. this is kind of at the threshold of the of this kind of technique. Size threshold. Yeah. Okay. And go. Yep. That's five open yeah, at once. Yeah, that's five open at once. I mean. I didn't get the continuation, but that's usually how it goes. Pretty good. It's a yeah. bit, Yep. Look, Great. Okay. It's not my best work. No. I will say. But it's still got three green lights from the judges. Yeah. You're not. You're <laughs> exactly. at the back still. You're at the what back. What we saw is a. How would you describe it, Ham? A single one centimeter strip pulled down on all five bananas. One panel is ripped one off the panel. back they of got all cracked. of them. They yeah. got cracked, and then from the, there you pop them out. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. So the what. We maybe didn't describe probably there was when bananas come in a bunch, they're like on top of each other layers. Mm. And Blake likes to separate them all. So they're all next to each other. Yep. Yeah. Get the get the tops, get the handful, and then rip. Yep. Rip down. And it's about really how much you can carry in your hand, isn't it? Yeah. Should we try bloody big bananas? Sorry, mate. No, no, no. They are right. huge. Sorry. <laughs> to me they seem small, but no, when you get to the Olympics <laughs> <laughs> When you get to the My Olympics, mistake. you can't complain about the weight. Exactly. Yeah. Well you could actually <laughs> you could. You'd you... be worried if the, if the guy comes out, you know, from <laughs> Russia going, he's these are big weights, aren't they? <laughs> what have you been using at home? <laughs> My coach says I'm the strongest man in the world, but I've never seen weights this big. <laughs> Okay, no, now okay. there's so many bananas here. Are we going for an eight? Them a little bit. Are we going yeah. for an eight? So, so this what, is just for respect here. Okay. This is just to get in the game before yeah. we go for the championship peel. 
Like he... he's stacking them all, kind of like you're cradling them mm. against your chest. So usually with the smaller ones, you're able to get them all lined up and you've almost got to kind of karate chop it and push oh. in and bend. But with this one, I've kind of got to just try and Have grab. you done this style before where they're behind each other and in front of each other? Yeah, and usually it's it's much harder. Okay. But, you know, I didn't come here for easy stuff. Man. Yeah, you can't, <laughs> I love the attitude. I really no, do admire the intent. Eight bananas. He's turning a grip around all their neck. Absolute white knuckling, I can see. Here we go. Commit, commit, believe, rip. He's trying to rip. Yeah, he's got a lot. He's got a lot. He's got a lot. Just a few at the side. Couldn't be beheaded. I can't. I'm not. I'm not amazed. <laughs> no. I'm not mine. Our minds Me remained yeah. unboggled. I feel like we can't go further. I feel like we can't go to twelve. How many was that? About six. Can two, I got six. Yeah. yeah. Two didn't get peeled. Mm. Mm. You can try 12. <laughs> do you want to try 12? I mean, they do this in the Olympics as well. Like, Well, that's true. You, don't you fail three times yeah. at a weight, but you can also choose to just go up. Go up. Very yeah. similar to a high jump. Yep. You can just go, you can knock the bar off twice. Put you, it at 500 <laughs> metres. Well, wow. sir, might we recommend two metres first? Yeah. <laughs> Feeling bouncy today. I feel, like, I, feel like, I feel like after knocking off the bar with my forehead... <laughs> Little <laughs> I'll get it now. I'll get it. I remember what to do. <laughs> so okay. I think we have to go with that rule. How many are you going to do? I reckon I can try for 10. Yep. If you do and 10, I'll be... Well, given, seeing given, how hard it was, our minds will be boggled at 10, mm, I reckon. Given where you've been as well, unless you've been sharking us. Yep. Unless you've been hustling and you're like, oh, this is so hard, and now you're going to turn around and just sack these bananas so quickly. Well, I, gonna... I am going to change the form. This okay. is the form that I used for the 12. Okay. It's... Got... All, he's got 10 it's bananas dangerous. lined up. It's you dangerous. Can, you can very much injure yourself doing this form. Right. So just leaning over the edge. Now it's on a table. Yeah. I'm going to have to try and... Now we've got 10 bananas, all with their heads balancing off the edge of a desk. He's going to use his forearm to run his arm along all the bananas he, in their cradle. He's locking them down. And, and now he's, he's using his trying for karate, karate so unorthodox. <laughs> the Belarusian... <laughs> Backhander. No one's ever attempted it before in the banana game. Here we go for 10 bananas. Take their heads off, Blake! They are oh, not no. going, man. <laughs> <laughs> they are. That is. No. That's, Sometimes no. you shoot for greatness and you just don't even get close. Yeah, the Simpson guy knows all about it. As the, they, uh, they say in the song, <laughs> yes, we have no bananas. Uh, today, Blake, um, that did not. Token of no value? Yeah, yeah we'll, give you, we'll give you a token of no token value. Of no Obviously, value. we can't give you any value whatsoever, particularly after what we've just seen, but um, you're welcome to attribute any value you want. What we appreciated was the skill selection, mm. the confidence yeah. to come mm. in here and have a go. We understand that the competition bananas were different to training bananas. Mm. And some um, interesting insights into retirement villages. We've learned monkeys. a lot about monkey yeah. retirement villages, and we've also opened up this skill to be topped if there's someone else that works at a primate retirement home, not yeah. rehabilitation centre. <laughs> Your monkeys have all learnt their lessons. Yeah. Uh, if someone else wants to come in, they think they can do it. The sport's wide open. Mm. Um, I'll, go, I'll I'll tell the guy that lives near my children's school that it wasn't a goer. <laughs> <laughs> you, you could lie for me. You I might lie, lie actually. Yeah. yeah, there's no way he listens to the show. So everyone's a winner. Except, obviously, you taking it in no value. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of advantages to listening to this podcast. Obviously, a dollar if you see us in the flesh, but um, that's we'll, a nice little financial bump. Yeah, but uh, what will earn you more dollars down the road? You know, mm. you know, teach a man to fish. If yep. he, he eats for a year, 
give him a fish he eats for a day. We give people yeah. power moves. So they've teach, got the a man that he's, teach a man that he's better than the fish. The sea will surrender its fish out of fear. And that's what we hope to do. With power moves, you'll get the upper hand in all social situations. Go on here, Ando. When you're out fishing, tell the ocean you're better than fish. The ocean will give you all its fish. Pretty good. Um, Instagram power move. Oh, that's good. Yep. I ran this one past Beck and she went, oh, that's good. She's uh, more in the world. Lately, I've been noticing a few friends have been pinning photos on their Instagram. Yep. Pinning a photo means that it will stay at the top of their grid and be the first picture people see on their profile. I suspect people think that this is a good picture of them. <laughs> so simply comment, did you mean to pin this? <laughs> <laughs> right up there with the classic comment that works for any post. Mm. You don't have to do this. <laughs> <laughs> is not a post that doesn't work for. <laughs> um, this, Ando, this comes in. We, ha- we have had a bunch of these. And although it didn't come from our Power Moves section, uh, this comes in from David. said, a uh, little bit behind, guys, just listened to the Chewy Draggy episode. Mm-hmm. Later that same day, I was enjoying a couple of beers with some mates, and then one of them suggested we do the old Mentos and Diet Coke trip. I was able to ask, do you think it would work with any other Chewy Draggies? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely stunned. They couldn't believe how much I knew about tra- Chewy Draggies. Thank you for helping me pull off a successful power move. Love it. When making toast in the morning, after making your toast, set the toaster to five. <laughs> <laughs> your partner will come down, use the toaster and burn their toast so it's inedible. Works especially well when there's only two slices of bread left. <laughs> and it comes in from Anna. This is a power move done to me by my four-year-old daughter. She said, it's so simple, I'm sure, I can't believe that you've never had it before. I don't think we have. But it works, it works very well in the grown-up world. Okay. When someone's speaking excitedly about something, make eye contact with someone else in the group and say, here we go again. The speaker will feel like their excitement is not only shameful, but also something that's discussed when they're not around. (laughs) This one's um, an office situation or university-based power move. You and I have probably never been in this situation, Ham. I don't mind. I like like having specific ones. Said we're often when when you're part of a multiple presenter presentation. Yep. So I think in his office work, there's a larger pro- project going on, and then they'll go, you know, Hamish will talk to this bit, Jack will talk to this bit. Make sure you're not first, but when you get up, say, "Time to put a bit of razzle dazzle back into this person." <laughs> <laughs> How particular are you about your toilet paper, Ham? Not too particular. As long as it's two plus ply. Yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I don't think I'd be okay with one ply. We are a quilting fan. This is not an endorsement thing. I just find, have you seen the corrugated ones? Some of the corrugated toilet papers? Uh, I have mm. kitchen kitchen paper, but I don't think I've ad- no. advanced Kleenex to the ripple. Do a toilet paper that's corrugated. Yeah. Does, it, does it wipe better? 
I don't think so. I think it breaks off. I think it doesn't it depend which way the corrugations go? Because one <laughs> one way would smooth through it and the other way would pick it up on the ripples. <laughs> True, one you'd have to turn it on its side. <laughs> yeah. That's what I mean. You have to make sure the ripples are going the right way. Yes. Well, I did my research on it. I'm a quilting. It's because it's high amount of ply count. How many ply? Four. So you only get a hundred. Must be nice. Must be <laughs> so four ply. Well. Be, there'd be enough, barely enough for it to wrap around once. Around I, I can't remember the. <laughs> the whole thing's ply. I can't remember the exact quantities, but you're getting about 40 less squares in you the would. same size roll. Yeah, you would. You yeah. would. Because but you get of the, the thickness. thickness. Yeah, because of the thickness. Of the deluxe wiping. Yeah. Beck the other day brought home a Quilton King toilet paper, which I was like, this is. I'd never seen it before. It was just a slightly bigger, like as in width, toilet paper. Wider? Yes. Oh, wider. Wow. Do you need wider? I don't think I needed wider, but it was slightly wider, right? And and it's and it increase your accuracy. Yeah. Like, I mean, all you're doing, all the width of the paper's doing is mm. is like, you know, it's giving you some safety margins yeah. on each side. If you just, can't get the job done with the normal <laughs> width, you've made a mess. <laughs> My boy yeah. must eat more fiber <laughs> yes. because that shouldn't yeah. be across that level of surface area. So I may break off two squares fold. This is the thing, yeah. You're you, more you, of a scrum. What you? Oh, let wait, it wait, wait. You can, you can go with two squares. Guess that, what? that shows Guess. how much ply there is. Guess what? I only need one. You're kidding. That's. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised, Jack. That's I wouldn't like be surprised blanket. if I'm not kidding. I think the right amount for this toilet paper is one square, and I know, and it feels risky. It, it feels like That's I'm living. Amazing. It feels like I'm living. I, would, on the I edge. honestly wouldn't be surprised if we go around to Andy's house mm-hmm. and he has a small pair of nail scissors on a chain, like at a bank, next to the paper. So he's now cutting in half squares. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> the hunt for efficiency yes. will continue. Or- he, 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 like. And I, the next words out of Andy's mouth are like, man, don't believe in perforation. That's yeah. the size they want you to think about. <laughs> you can get away with less than that. <laughs> I just, all I wanted to put to you guys is, did you think we'd ever be in a world where you'd be have the confidence to, use one, to use, use one square? And it didn't happen first time. It was actually about five or six goes in. I'm like, oh, I think this two's too much. So the time you double over king-size four-ply, it would feel like you had a sponge in your hand. Exactly. And so I'm just... I'm rocking one square, and it feels crazy. In that case, it it's, feels not, right. it's actually not that posh. Because with regular toilet paper that I'm using, I'm folding four or five times, so mm, I might yeah, as well just yeah, get yeah. a heavy apply. Mm. But yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, and, and I'm not. I'm never thinking about. I never think about the amount of squares. Mm. I know if mm. the if the paper hits the floor, I've done. I've rolled too much. <laughs> <laughs> but I have no idea. Yeah. No idea anyway. what's going on with the number of squares. Here's a question. Will we ever live in a world, perhaps we do already, mm. where there's five or six ply? Well, I think, I, I think not. I just feel like it's going to be it's yeah, too but much. Mate, they said that after the first iPhone, everyone thought that was it. Mm. Yeah, but look it, at us now. Because it's a certain amount of ply that gets you to a cardboard where you need it to bend. <laughs> yeah, because it's not paper anymore. You need the paper to bend because if it doesn't bend... You know, it's still bending at five ply. Yes. I mean, you, I mean really, we've just heard someone talk about eight ply here because you're folding four ply back on itself. And I found that tra- problematic. So you're right. Maybe Five or I... six ply. I mean, the market is there. <laughs> I'm not saying I think this should be the next Hamish and Andy product. <laughs> Although not bad. Lost touch and in touch toilet paper. <laughs> One, <laughs> One ply. Six. One ply. Common man. Common man shit tickets versus six ply. Lost touch. 
super Emperor wide. style <laughs> super white sponges. <laughs> Let's think about that. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for listening. The Hamish and Andy podcast will return next week. Catch up or contribute at hamishandandy.com. 